Yo, yo, Mike Wilson on the podcast. Get the first episode of Off the Top. Heading home from work. It's about 6 p.m. Nothing like some Boston traffic. guests, some interviews, and we're really just going to talk that shit, you know? It's going to be fun, trying to have some fun with it. Something that I had to talk about for episode one is a uh, difference between, per- or, or similarities too, but differences and similarities between personal trainers. What's a strength coach? What's a personal trainer? Um, where, where do they work? Who do they work with? What do they specialize in? You know, are they similar? Do they work with the same population? You know, there's some questions that maybe the average, you know, average person don't know that much about. I think, I think in personal training is the population that one they work with and two the setting that they're working with. Okay, so strength coaches, you're gonna see them working. Like you know, Planet Fitness or um, LA Fitness workout. Personal trainers, on the other hand, you're not going to see them at universities. Um, you're not going to see them at a professional level, um, unless really. You might, I mean, you see some trainers are some um, maybe celebrity. Well, celebrities are obviously different, but you might see some athletes. They might have a. a personal quote-unquote trainer that they see in the offseason but that's just personal training is kind of it's like a little bit of a slang term for a strength coach because it's just it's not how it rocks it's not how the field works um but yeah personal training you, you are going to see those guys more at the or or girls you're going to see them more at the la fitness the workout worlds playing the fitness all that good stuff um but yeah like i said population location that they work is the biggest thing um my job, I think, like the difference is it. There is some overlap between the two jobs. Obviously, you are programming, you are your athlete, your client, goals. I think that the biggest difference is one of the bigger differences. As a strength coach, I'm not worried about. I don't care if you can take your shirt off. about how if 
if you have 22 inch arms i'm not worried about if your you know your chest pops out your shirt like mine does <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but um i'm not worried about that type of stuff Um, stuff like that. With uh, strength conditioning and personal training. Um, and you're one on one. be the same energy or you know motivation that they would reciprocate if i came into the gym and you know i got that dog in me today like hey let's go let's go like i'm screaming at him i'm in their face i get the music blasting like i'm being i'm being a support i'm their number one supporter at the time if that makes sense you know um whereas a personal training i mean if you're one on one i you don't really need to scream at your client i mean i just don't think that's the way to go about <laughs> go about it for the most part um and in group training i mean you need to be motivated energized but it's just a, it's a different energy you need to bring you know you need to whether it's it's one-on-one -on -one or a group setting you know you just, your personality needs to be a little bit different and the energy that 
or your just whole vibe that you're bringing into that workout and that session is just a lot different than it is one-on-one -on -one or just you know a couple people a small group setting so i mean that's that's another big difference um but yeah i mean looking at i think i think the only problem i have with personal with the personal training aspect is is any joe blow that graduates or even drops out of high school can go online and i don't even know how much it is man it might be i'm gonna guess probably a couple hundred bucks two three hundred bucks you pay you get your certification um they i I mean, I'm sure they got a ton of them, but off the top of my head, I know they got the NASM um, and the ACSM. Those are personal training certifications that you can that type of side but i'm pretty sure you still can take the cscs if you wanted um but you need some kind of exercise science degree um uh, kinesiology some kind of like uh biomechanics human movement so, something to like that sort um in order to be qualified to take the cscs um but what's good about that is you not only have a four-year degree, but if you went to a four-year university, most of the time, you also probably completed a, at least an internship or two in your field of study. So you were able to study under qualified people who have been doing this for X amount of time, can give you better insight. Um, you're working as if you were a certified person. strength conditioning coach just for that aspect um i mean i've seen i mean but don't get it wrong i've seen some bad strength coaches i've seen some bad personal trainers i've seen some great strength coaches but i've also seen some great personal trainers i mean and i'm not knocking personal trainers i'm sure there's some personal trainers out there that know a shit ton more than i do um but just know that if you're a client and you're going or you want to sign up for personal training that you're not getting cheated all right so i mean going back to my sophomore year of college um i mean i didn't have any certifications at the time I am now, I guess, in that sense. I mean, I got my four-year degree. I got my certifications and all that good stuff. So, I mean, I, I general gist of what I was talking, I was talking about at the time. But anyways, I just wanted to learn. I, want, I wanted to be able to take some people under my wing. I wanted to be able to you know, write the programs, you know, kind of show them what I had to offer. So, what I did, I walked in. I, I, at the time, I was living like five minutes from a workout world, all right? And I really like
or in personal training in that matter and then they get someone in general that's just not qualified doesn't have any certifications or anything like that so i just think that you know as a as a, a, a i guess as a, a, the population that are looking for trainers personal trainers that do walk into like these commercial gyms like that don't just take the trainer that they give you you know because a lot of, uh, uh, from what i've seen i've talked to people who maybe have done that before or have friends that have got personal trainers they just they, they'll place you with whoever whatever personal trainer has the, the schedule that's most open that has the least clients at the time maybe they're new or whatever and it's just well you can go with joe blow because you know oh yeah he's a great trainer but you know joe blow don't have that many clients maybe because he's new but who knows maybe because he fucking sucks that's why so don't don't settle for just someone that they give you um and don't oh god the biggest i think the biggest thing my bit one of my biggest pet peeves is you're not a personal trainer because you look good or you're not a strength coach and i, I i'm like picking fun at personal trainers but because in order to get the certification you're just not required to just do anything obviously strength coaches i just explained you have to do something but you're not a you're not a personal trainer or even you're not a good strength coach just because you look good you know and i just think that's a trap that some people fall into sometimes is oh well you know what my personal you know as, as, as a guy maybe this guy's got you know he, he looks great he, he looks great he big arms big chest uh fetches i don't know 405 squats No, your personal trainer took a cycle of steroids and a cycle of testosterone is pumping up his ass and pro-hormones and all this other shit with liver failing, doesn't even drink a gallon of water a day, and that's who you want. He's not a personal trainer. Like just because someone looks good doesn't make that doesn't mean they know what they're talking about, you know? Um, and I just and that, that's that's the thing, like you're never gonna look like a Ronnie Coleman, you're never gonna look like Jay Cutler, you're never gonna look like Rich Piana, CT Fletcher, uh, Dexter Jackson. Any bodybuilder that comes to mind, they're not gonna look like them without pumping shit into you, you know. And I just think that's a thing that you, you gotta be realistic about too, as a person. I mean, I mean, that's not the goal for everybody either. Not everybody wants to build muscle, but I'm just saying, um, just know that again, just because they look good doesn't mean they, doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. That pisses me off. But on the flip side, is as a trainer, they, people think just because they look good, they can be a personal trainer. You know. Problem with that is too. They'll go online, and you know, or some people go online, and you know, they'll type in hashtag fitness on Instagram, or hashtag gym, or hashtag uh, TNDO, take no days off, and you know, you get these big guys or that do look like that, or whatever the case may be, and you know, they they graduated from you know IDJS. I don't know jack shit, but you know, I, I had a revelation after I graduated college in my. But it really wasn't working out. But I did go to, you know, Tropical Smoothie across the street for a year. And instead of getting whey protein, I got uh, pea protein. And now I'm a life coach and I'm a personal trainer and I'm this and that. And, like, no, you ain't you ain't nothing. You don't know anything. Um, so, I don't know. Just as a client, man, ask why. Why? Why? Personal trainer wants you to run three miles before you work out. Like, you probably don't know what he's doing. Like, ask, well, why, why are you making me run three miles? Like, what? Like, why would you ever do that, you know? Um, you want me to squat? Why? Why do you want me to squat? Oh, and I mean, obviously you should be squatting, but I'm saying, oh, you don't want me to squat? Well, why don't you want me to squat? Is it because you don't know how to teach a squat? Like, what is it? You know, just always ask why. And if you don't get a detailed explanation, you know, ding, 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 you might have a shitty personal trainer or a shitty strength coach. You know, as a personal trainer, a strength coach, you need to back up your program. You need to know what you're talking about. You need to explain it in a way that someone who didn't study fitness or doesn't know anything about fitness, they'll understand it. Okay. Because 
being in personal training or strength conditioning, you're in the field of customer or athlete satisfaction in a way. You know, you're you're a serviceman. You're doing somebody a service. You know, so if they do ask why, you need to tell them why. You need to have an explanation. You need to, you know, it's if I don't know. There's I'm getting so worked up. But you need to you need to have an explanation why. You need to write proper programming and like this. This is what she's talking about. I mean. I mean, there, there's a ton. Of, there's a ton of ways to season the season of chicken. Okay, you know, you throw garlic powder, you throw this, you throw sesame, this and that. But nine times out of ten, what do we do? We we take the chicken, we throw some damn barbecue sauce on it, and we put it on the grill. Why? Because it fucking tastes good. That's why. So it's simple. You know, it, it's simple to make it taste good. It's efficient. Like, why not do it? Same thing in a gym. Why are we gonna get all extra special and add all this extra spice and you know? Oh well, I saw a Joe Blow on Instagram single leg squat while holding a dumbbell in his right hand but in, you know in his left hand he was holding a 10 pound plate and he counted from 30 back down to one and you just take a great gain from it like why just keep it simple you know just, just squat like you're good you're squatting you're whether you're doing a, a regular squat single leg squat like nine times out of ten all this extra shit that you add is stupid you want to stick to the basics do your bench do your deadlift do your squat do your your presses your cleans your jerks i mean if you It's the Instagram arms. So, like, I'll, at the end of a workout sometimes, like, I might just throw some arms in there. It's, I, I'll do three or four sets of 15. You, you pick a bicep exercise. You pick a tricep exercise. Pump some blood into your muscle. And then if you want, you take a picture in the mirror. You edit it a little bit. You throw it on Instagram. There you go. You make, make them happy. But that's just that's not the staple of your program, okay? Um, and another thing, too, is, I mean, I, I see people sometimes, uh, even in my own going to the gym, they do the same thing over and over and over again. For weeks on end and expect different results okay after after four to six you need to be switching your program <coughs> every four to six weeks all right after four to six weeks your body's like eh, okay i'm sick of this shit fuck you i'm not doing nothing okay no four to six weeks you change your program you do something different okay whether it's different exercises different different reps different sets whatever the case may be need to switch it up your body's gonna get used to it um now th that can be rep sets that's intensities off one rep maxes um what do I mean by intensities off one rep max? And like, so let me get into this, all right? Let's say that I have an athlete come in on day one. I test them, all right? Because that's what, that's what she needs to do to it. That, that, that's another staple of what trainers and strength coaches need to do. You need a baseline, all right? You need to know how strong they are to begin with, okay? So if they are, again, if they are flexible, you need to do flexibility tests, you need to do mobility tests, all that good stuff. You find out how much they squat, okay? You find how much they press. You find how much they bench. You need baseline numbers. You need to, how do you measure progress? You measure progress by, depending on your population, what you see in the mirror, your numbers on these exercises, okay? So I have an athlete come in day one. I test them. They, let's just make, let's make it simple. They bench 100 pounds, okay? Which I hope you bench more than that, um, especially the older you get. But hey, 
Everyone starts somewhere. You bench 100 pounds. That's day one. I put, let's just say I started you on a strength, strength cycle. All right. Now, when you come to reps, I mean, set the, the greater the intensity of the weight or the higher percent of the one rep max that you do, the, typically the less reps and less sets that you're going to do. Okay. So let's say I throw little Joey on, I get him on a strength program. Let's say we bench twice a week. All right. Now, during that this this four to six week period i got him uh, let's just say it's a five sets of three twice a week all right so that's five sets three reps of bench now three reps you're probably going to look about 90 percent of your one rep max uh somewhere in there um so in in a in a one rep max of 90 of 100 pounds you're 90 percent is obviously 90 pounds so we're doing five sets of three at 90 pounds let's say twice a week all right Thirty-five pounds a six-week period. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I'll take that. Um, but I mean, you're not gonna see that. The, as, the more you train, the less frequent and jumps in strength you're gonna see. Um, when you're newer, obviously, you're gonna have newer or better gains, better jumping numbers. Which are new, so you're not used to the same training um, or training in general. But once I say bumped up to one thirty-five, now uh, let's say I uh, took it down. I mean, most of the time I'm not gonna start with a strength program. I would start with an endurance. Conversation. I'm starting with strength, and now I'm going to the endurance. Um, so let's say we go to endurance phase, and I, um, when you're looking at reps, I can't remember if I just said this or not. Your one to three is usually your max max strength. Uh, three to five is usually regular strength. Um, six to twelve is your hypertrophy. What is hypertrophy? Hypertrophy is just muscle building. You know, building muscle. Um, twelve plus, fifteen plus, depending on who you talk to. Um, that's that's your endurance. So let's say we throw a little Joey on the endurance phase now. Probably 50 to I mean, maybe the high end. I mean, this might be a little stretch. I'll, I'll say six. Eh, let's just say 50 to 60, right? That's your endurance. Um, you really don't want to go any much lower than 50 percent. That's really um, 50 to 60 percent of your one rep max. Um, now let's say we throw. Let's say we throw. Let's, let's, we use we use 50 percent. Let's say we do like you know four, three, four, five. We'll, we'll go four sets of like 12 or something. Um, four sets of 12. Now we do that for the next four or six weeks. And at the end of that six weeks, we one rep max a uh, little Joey again. And little Joey's bench press dropped 10 pounds. Oh, well, you know, I, I coach, I, I lost, I lost 10 pounds in my bench press. Like the program sucks. No, little Joey, it doesn't suck. That, that's what's supposed to happen. When you change training variables and what you're training for, you're obviously, it, it, it's going to depend. If I'm training for strength, I'm going to get stronger. If I'm not training for strength, I'm not going to get stronger. I lost something. But what you need to realize is, yes, what did you start off with week one, little Joe? You started with 100 pounds. Now you are at one, you or you were at 135 pounds at the end of six weeks. Now at the end of 12 weeks, you're at 125 pounds. Last time I checked, 25 or 100 plus 25 is 125. Little Joey, you netted up 25 pound, pounds in strength over your past 12 weeks. So strength conditioning is all about give and take. Um, you can't do the same thing over and over again. Forever, because like I said, your body's gonna adapt. Your body's not gonna care um, to grow. Your body doesn't want to grow. Building muscle isn't natural to your body. You have to consistently put stressors on your body um, in order to grow, in order to get stronger. And that's how you do it. Like I said, you, you 
change training variables, you change reps, you change sets, you change exercises, um, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I think I covered everything uh, that I wanted to talk about with that. Um, but yeah, I just uh, a little strength conditioning versus personal training. Um, biggest, like I said, biggest difference is the population that they typically work with. Um, the requirements in order to do each one um and it's kind of where you'll find them um yeah i don't know like i said if you're if you're looking for a personal training you're looking for a strength coach and, I, and like i said i mean I, like I, i've been taking 20 personal trainings but strength coaches are the same way a lot of times just because you you know you gotta you get your degree or you get your certification doesn't always make you a great strength coach like I said, you need to be, you need to keep up with research. You need to be read uh, as a strength coach. You need to be reading all the, the, the journals. You need to be keeping up on the research. You need to be, you know, consistently keep just keeping up. Like it's just as simple as keeping up. Like, being smart about it. Um, and that's personal trainers too. Like, you have people coming to you for help. You know, it's a field. The field that you got into is service. Okay. Do your clients, do your athletes a good service. Know what you're talking about. Don't be, don't be, don't graduate from that. IDJS, I don't know jack shit, right? because that's just not beneficial to anyone. You're gonna, get, you're gonna get your clients, your athletes hurt, um, and you're, you're gonna get exposed at something, okay? Because you're gonna, uh, sooner or later, you're gonna come across somebody that does know what they're talking about, or does have a friend, or did work with someone who did know what they're talking about, and you're just gonna get exposed. And you, no one wants to get exposed. Um, they're a little carried away, but someone's passionate about. But yeah, um, cool. Alright, that's that. That's a kind of a long podcast. Um, like I said, I'm trying to do update this a couple times a week. I definitely appreciate some feedback um, about what I did um, on this podcast, whether you liked it, whether you hated it. I mean, I don't really care. If you didn't hate it, tell me. Like, you know, maybe I could have done better. Maybe it was stupid. Maybe you just don't care about fitness. That's cool, too. Um, yeah, feedback would be appreciated. Um, I'm going to end each podcast. Um, I'm going to have like friends, family, listeners, whatever. We call it the Slice and Dice Kind of plain to see. I mean, if you ain't living under a rock, um, I mean, I'm a Texans fan, obviously. 
My boy Deshaun Watson went down week six, I think it was, after the Seattle Seahawks game. Savage. Strip sack after strip sack, fumble after fumble, interception after interception, overthrow after overthrow, man. I, I don't even know how I did that, but I mean, hey, I don't know. So it's, like, it's a point where like there are quarterbacks that suck, so it's almost as if like why not give him a chance? I'm kind of contradicting myself, but I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, I hope the guy does get a job. Oh, really? Whatever. All right, second question. With the Red Sox starting off strong, do you think the Yankees are still the favorite to win the AL East? Hell yeah. I mean, what is April baseball, man? I understand the Red Sox get off to a hot, hot start. Uh, I don't know, 17-2, 17-3, 17-4, whatever the hell it is. I mean, but the Red Sox faced the A's the other night, and they got no hit. One more time. The Red Sox got no hit against the Oakland A's. They ended up losing the second game, too. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if this is, like, the start of them losing some games. I mean, I hope it is. Um, but you can't you can't expect to keep the streak that they're on right now through the entire season. There's just way too many games. It's almost like a similar situation with the Celtics. I mean, they went on like a it was like an 18 or 19 win a game win streak. I mean, you're gonna come back down into reality at some point. All right, not worried about that. You got plenty of baseball left, plenty of games. There's almost too many games in the MLB. Um, the Yankees, man, they got some they got some talent, dude. Let's let's be real. Um, the, the, we, we played the Blue Jays yesterday and the team that we fielded, everyone was, was, everyone that started yesterday was under 30. Not a single guy that started was over 30. We're not just good this year. We don't have just young guys this year. We're going to be good for a while. All right. Guys like Didi Gregorius, like, let's be real. That guy's a dog. He's a great shortstop, great hitter. Aaron Judge. I mean, Stanton, he's, he's off to a rough start, but you come from Miami, man. You, you're dealing with like... 85 90 100 degree weather you're dealing with the national league you're not dealing with any social media you can strike out four or five times a game in miami and they're gonna buy your jersey and pretend that you're god like who else was on miami you're in new york now you're in the american league you're facing solid pitching you're just your first time yankees and red sox playing baseball in new york playing baseball in Fenway, those are tough places to play man i'm not worried about that um you dealing with stan too he did strike out when's it when when is stan ever got booed how do you how do you go from being who you were to coming to New York and getting booed? I forget. I think it was versus Baltimore. Um, they they walk. They intentionally walked Aaron Judge in order to face Stanton. Like when has Stanton ever had to deal with that before? I mean, it's only April. I'm not worried about Stanton. Stanton will come around. Um, I really like that Luis Severino guy too. He's real good. He gave us seven strong yesterday. I don't know, man. We'll be all right. My boy CC, he's good. Uh, my boy Tanaka, we got some good pitching. Uh, Chapman, he's a little wild, but he'll be all right too. So I ain't worried about that. Yankees will be good. Um, but yeah, oh, one more thing too. I'd rather. Be- I, I, all right, I'm a Texans fan. I hate the Patriots, man. I hate Tom Brady. He's a cheater. Can't stand the guy. I'd rather bow down to Tom Brady, tell him he's the greatest, than ever, ever read another one of Jared Carabas, Carabas, Carubas. Twitter again. I can't read no more of this tweet. I can't take no more gold bottles. Benny butt cheeks. Benny boyfriend. Um, oh, you just hate to see it, man. Shut the hell up, man. I really can't take that guy no more. He's annoying as hell. So that's just, that's just that. Jared, if you're listening, I hate you. You're probably not going to listen, but hey, I just want to let you know anyway. Um, third question. Movies you're interested in seeing now or this summer? Man, I don't really know what movies are out, what movies are coming out. I don't really watch t- TV that much except sports, really. Um, I did see that A Quiet Place the other day. That was pretty cool. Uh, it was a definitely a good movie. Definitely recommend um, if you get the time. But, yeah, 
Fourth question, concerts you're interested in seeing this summer? Uh, there's a three concerts, man. I really want to rock to that Post Malone concert. Um, obviously, Post. I like Post a lot. Um, then, I think it's June, June 4th or something, man. They got at the Xfinity Center. Tickets are only 50 bucks. I don't understand that. So, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. You got Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, and the SZA, SZA or whatever it is. Um, that, that's going to be a hell of a concert. I'm trying to get out to that one. That would be good. Um, then, in August, I'm not going to be around for it, but Jay-Z and Beyonce are coming uh, to Gillette, I believe it is. Um, I'll be in Florida at the time, so I'm a little upset about that, but I mean, that's definitely to go see. Um, then the last question, have you been following the playoffs or NHL or the Bruins? Who's going to win it all? Man, the most hockey I've watched this year, I went to a, a UMass Amherst Northeastern hockey game. It was a, it was a uh, game to playoff set of three. I went to game one. Um, if I remember right, Northeastern won three to two. But yeah, man, that's the most hockey I watched. I mean, why not? I, uh, I'll rock with Boston, man. I don't like any other Boston team, so I might as well rock with the Bruins. I'll switch it up a little bit. Um, and plus, man, when I was training, when I was training at Harvard, I trained Ryan Donato. I, I worked with him a little bit, so I mean, I got to rock with my boy Ryan. Um, so yeah, let's go, let's go, Bruins, man. Let's grab the grab the Stanley Cup with them. But yeah, that's about it. Um, that was a slice and dice section. Do that every podcast. Um, but yeah, let me, like I said, let me some feedback. I'm gonna post this in my Twitter feed, my Instagram feed. Um, and just let me know what's up. All right, guys, I appreciate you listening. Thank you.